This week on the podcast, how Ian made a couple hundred thousand dollars, the most exciting city in the world for internet business, and why we are only going to do business with linchpins. Let's get moving. Lifestyle Business Podcast. I'm Dan. And I'm Ian. And thanks for joining us today. We believe that building a profitable business is the best vehicle to achieve your lifestyle goals. We've been really busy with a couple, uh, it feels like 10 million awesome projects. It's actually less than a million, but it's close. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, my brain has been boggled. What's going on with you, Ian? Where, where are you coming from? Um, I'm in San Diego now. Lovely. Um, Yes, it is lovely. It's the rainy season, but yeah, everything is going awesome. We are in the middle of um, hopefully sealing a very large contract that, well over a six-figure contract that will um, probably change the face of our business this year. How's that going to change things, I mean, from your perspective? Well, uh, we're going to be able to scale uh, much more quickly. As you know, we're hiring people like MAD in the Philippines, um, and so that's also going to enable us to hire people like MAD in the United States, um, and it's also yeah. going to give us much greater capabilities and also strengthen our portfolio. So this is like a really, really good turning point for our company. It's been something that we're working toward for ab- about a few months now. Can you share with me a little bit how you feel like this stuff pops up? Because it's kind of random, like, oh, just showed up. It's not like an overnight success thing, but how do you go from a guy who like doesn't have a business two years ago to now a guy who's inking a six-figure contract? Like, how do you? What do you think were like the key parts in that journey? Well, I think it's important. That's a that's a really good question. I think the important oh, part. Yeah, I think that the important <laughs> part is uh, that we've been slugging away for two years, you know, and organically we've kind of got to this point now. If you asked me two years ago, like, would I be sitting down with this partner to ink this deal? I would, you know. I'd probably say no, because I didn't even know that this partner exists at the time. And I probably didn't even know that we were going to be creating this kind of product. So I think organic growth is really what leads you to where we are now. And you don't get there unless you start doing something. So we started doing something two years ago, and that's why we're here. You're just going along, clipping along, selling products, and all of a sudden... Boom, you get a phone call and they're like, hey, I want to do 100 grand with you? Or how does that work? <laughs> uh, it was actually well over that. But yeah, basically, I mean, uh, no, I mean, we set ourselves up to, to have clients like this approach us. So it was kind of more part of a plan, I guess, than it was organic. I mean, it was organic in the way that they found us, maybe, or the way that we've started to interact with them. But, you know, we've known all along that this is the way that we want to interact with, with customers in the future. Do you have any advice? Is there any, like, takeaway when a customer or when one of our listeners is setting up their business front, which could be like a website or their office or whatever. Is there some advice that you have? Because obviously, like, th- this is only the, the first bid that we're going to win, probably. <laughs> like, you know, give some suspense yeah. for the next episode. Uh, knock on, where's the wood? Knock on it, everybody. <laughs> but, you know, you've been bidding on quite a few of these kinds of contracts. So it's something that we expect the volume to go up in the future. I mean, what specifically have you done to set yourself up to bid on like these higher dollar kind of stuff? I think you have to, in general, you just have to be ready. You know, you have to be on your toes and you have to be prepared to be able to serve these kind of um, requests, you know? And so I don't mean like you got to have like a nice office and like huge telephone lines and all this stuff. I mean, you just have to be um, of the mindset that you can uh, pull this thing together and you have to be always looking for it. And 
one corollary to that for me is, um, you know, ask yourself in your business, whatever um, space you're playing in right now, pull up to the highest level. Like what's the highest level kind of contract or deal that can occur in your space? And make sure that like everything down from like your website to your copywriting to your attitude says yes to that kind of business. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people that'll set up a business that automatically says no. And that could, you could say no in a bunch of different ways. You could say no in an unprofessionally designed logo. You could say no in a, you know, a portfolio that doesn't uh, suggest that you can do more than what's just photographed or whatever. Right. But you, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to bog yourself down and, and spend three weeks on the logo. But what you do want to do is, you know, six months after you've been in business and you're starting to get clients and things like that, go ahead and spend a few hours changing that logo as you scale. So, you know, you, I think you've got to really scale your approach as, as, as you, your company grows. And, and that's what brings you to these kind of deals. I think you're, that's a really good point. And one thing that that makes me think about is, and I want to loop back to like my number one thing in, in business is you have to hire people. You have to get good people working with you. If, if, if you can't do that, if you don't think you can afford an employee in California, I promise you, you can afford one here in Manila. You can definitely afford a partner. You can definitely afford an intern. You can definitely afford a mentor. You have to, have to, have to pull other people into your organization somehow because that's the way that you're going to be able to create a lot of value for the market. Yeah, not only do you have to create, do you have to bring other people into your business, but you got to bring other people into your business that are better at things that you're not so good at. So it's really important to bring, you know, all-stars in where you're not so good. Yeah, I mean, really, if you want to be a successful entrepreneur, you have to be good at that one thing, which is getting people to join your organization. And that's a whole whole other element to this business as a popularity, business as a cocktail party point we talk about, which is focus on those skills of, of drawing people in. I'm really stoked right now. It's five o'clock. Um, not only am I going to happy hour tonight, but I just got off the phone with two of my employees and we're talking about what our plans are going to be for the next couple of weeks and this and that. And like, they're smart. They're telling me all this stuff they want to try out. And it's like, they're living a great lifestyle, you know, getting paid great, uh, have a lots of flexibility, lots of freedom. On my end, I'm stoked because these great people are part of my organization and everybody's winning and this is great. And hopefully by working with us, they're learning how to start their own business someday. Absolutely. Um, so it's, it's just, it's a lot of fun. I think it's scary if you don't have employees, but once you get in that employee boat, you know, I think a lot of people, a lot of people say, oh, you know, if you get employees, then it gets kind of hectic or there's too much responsibility or it's too much. I feel the opposite. Like when, when we get people on our team, I feel more energetic. I feel more excited about what I'm doing. So hold on just a second here. So yeah, I'm in San up. Diego. Yeah, let's back up here. I'm in San Diego, uh, and work, we're working on a couple of pretty big deals. And you're yeah. in Manila, and I hear that we are hiring employees and building le- websites uh, left and right. Is that, is that true? We are working on a big deal here in Manila as well. We are a big deal in Manila. Here's the big deal about Manila. Manila is hands down the most exciting place on the planet to be starting an internet business. Hands down. Maybe San Francisco people have something to say to that. I don't care. Manila <laughs> is freaking awesome for internet business. I'll tell you why. Super, super, super smart kids 
right out of college that know more about computers and the internet than I do are dying to work for you for 220 bucks a month. Right, that's a if huge you're an entrepreneur, tip, huh? If you're in the audience, you ought to be salivating right now. That is the indicator, actually the litmus test, to see if you're an entrepreneur or not. An instinctual response, you know, that then, then you are an entrepreneur. And so... To me, I'm jazzed to be here. Uh, we're tossing a whole lot of budget towards this thing. We're getting an office space, um, a creative space for people to corral together, um, to get more done, to have more fun. And uh, hopefully, we're going to have a pretty decent head count here in Manila by the end of the year. We're going to be up and running probably with about seven or eight guys, girls, in uh, in April, early May time frame. By the end of the year, we want to push that to the sky. I mean, I don't see any reason why we shouldn't have over 20 people here in Manila. I think the people are great. Um, they're really knowledgeable. They're really excited to be, uh, you know, working with our company, which is a California company, lots of fun. And, um, man, I'm just excited. It's yeah, super Yeah, and what's going to be super exciting is at the end of the year, you know, when uh, there's 20 or 30 people working for us in the Manila office, is our projects are going to change uh, drastically. And the size of the projects that we're going to be able to work on and the amount of people that we're going to be able to leverage is going to be amazing. It's going to be super cool. And, you know, it's, 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 it, we talked about the analogy of thinking about it as a factory, not in the sense that it's like a crappy, dirty job, but in the sense that it's a production facility. If you have 10 information workers, 20 information workers, even two, that's a production device. And when you can literally, I mean, the, the costs for scaling an office in a place like Manila are they're mind-boggling, like relative to what it would cost in, in California. Um, it's insane. And the more scale that you achieve, the more insane the numbers get. I mean, we've talked before, our software developers here are at about 10% of the rate that software developers in California are at. Um, but we're using all different kinds of things, like admin. I have a personal assistant for $220 a month. Um, we're doing copywriting. We're doing research. We're doing SEO. I mean, we're doing... Uh, web admin, you can do all kinds of stuff. Customer service probably eventually. Um, so, you know, the cost advantages are insane. Absolutely insane. And, and one thing and one thing to note is um, for everybody out there is to go out and get Seth Godin's book, Lynchpin. But everybody <laughs> I think that we've hired so far in our organization in Manila and in the United States has really been a linchpin for us. Absolutely. You know, we don't look at this whole Manila thing as like, oh, we just want a bunch of lackeys kind of like pumping out crap. Like, no, we, we hire kids that are great. Like, my guys are awesome, you know, and they're excited about what we're doing. Like, they're totally on board with it. Uh, they want to help us grow our company. And there's no reason why you need to just get someone to, like, do articles for you or some, some like, basic menial tasks. Like, I mean, the whole goal of this thing is to, like, really leverage yourself to the top levels where you're basically just making strategic decisions. You know, you wake up every morning, pour your coffee, and you think, you know what? We should do X. <laughs> you pick up the phone, call the one guy that's managing everybody else, and you tell him X. Put down the phone, you call your buddy, and you say, what are we doing today? That's the really powerful point I think that everybody should understand about having this kind of platform is that the most value you can provide is direction and direction and vision. And so it's really important to be able to have the vision and have your team execute on it because it's just it, there's no way that you're going to be able to execute on probably whatever your project is by yourself. So it's really important to have a team behind that. And the better team, the stronger and the bigger team that you have behind your vision, the better it's going to turn out. And so I think Absolutely. that's what it's all about is having smart cats 
behind your projects. Here, it's, it's almost ironic we're here on the Lifestyle Business Podcast, and our number one uh, thing that we're excited about is employees. And I think it's just if you can have this new attitude, this attitude to employees that they're there to leverage you, and you really believe that, and you don't get cemented into some stupid office, um, that's really the best way to like create the lifestyle that you want. Um, it's just amazing the kinds of platform. I think that word platform is what I'm most excited about with all this stuff here in, in uh, Manila and what we're doing in California. It's about building yourself a platform that you can get stuff done. I'm looking forward to the next time that uh, we go on live again. Yeah, you got any vision for this podcast, man? I think what's coming up is I think um, we're making some huge changes to our company this year. Yeah. I think we're adding a bunch of people and we're getting into a lot of different projects. Yeah. Um, so I think it's going to be time pretty soon to uh, turn the listeners on to a little bit more about what we do and tell them a little bit more about our story. Ah! Yeah. Transparency. Oh, my gosh. We're not going to be with those guys who publish their books, are they? Are we? No, I don't think so. You know, keep the questions coming. Um, they've been awesome. Really high caliber questions. Even if it's a simple question, keep it coming because, uh, you know, right now uh, the show is small and um, obviously um, we are answering just about as many as we can. And that yeah. usually means all of them. So please keep them coming. All of them. We will answer every question. Some, I mean, I think a lot of the questions people ask us were not qualified to answer, but we at least give our perspective. Uh, you know, you know. What's qualification anyway? Who right, that's what we're here for anyways, right? <laughs> Just for perspective, exactly. So anyway, awesome to talk to you, Ian. Good to talk to you as well. All right. Hey, podcast listeners, thanks for joining us. Always good to have you. Don't be shy, we've got a mailing list, lifestylebusinesspodcast.com. Get signed up and keep you up to date on everything we're doing. 